Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, January 19th, 2024. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. The weekend is here. It is. Plans for the weekend, Shauna? I am off to Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. Ah. Mm-hmm. You need some PA carrots when you're there? Some Cheetos? Sure am. I love that. I when love in that Rome, so hey? much. Every time I see Cheetos in the grocery store, I think of PA carrots. PA carrots. Yeah. That's the slang. That's what they call Cheetos. PA carrots. Is it supposed to be cold there? Uh, same as here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. not not much worse, which is nice, because a lot of the time I'm always like mentally preparing for, for it to be far colder. But it's only really that much of a difference if we have a Chinook, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's, it's fairly similar. What are you and Cliff going to do? Uh, there is a sportsman dinner tomorrow night that okay. his buddy is being honored at. Uh, so we're going to go to that. Did they have a big, like, guest speaker? Uh, the PA version really doesn't. No. Oh, okay. No. Oh, that's a lie. Chris Chelios is going to be there. Oh. So that's the guy. Yes. So that's I'm so good. sorry. I forgot about that. But yeah, so Chris Chelios will be there. Um, and then outside of that, not too much. I mean, I get in fairly late tonight. and So, yeah. What about you? What are you up to on the weekend? Not a whole lot. It's going to be a really, really chill. It's supposed to warm up a little bit here on the weekend, so I think we'll probably go skating, maybe sledding. We're going to go outside if we can. Totally. Otherwise, just lay really low, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be nice. Uh, On today's show, we're going to talk about sports trophies. The response to firing up your snowblower too early in the morning. I have an example of a white girl voice. Maybe the least cool hockey broadcaster ever and how he handled the situation. Some small town news and the City of, Council, City of Calgary Council's latest uh, latest blunder, I would say, after you're out of context call. It says you can take a look at this noodle pulling video. I'm like, I don't think I can do that on the work computer. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So this new single-use plastics rule has come to effect, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, you know in- includes napkins now and, and the paper bags you have to charge for as well, and uh, you have to be asked to get anything like that, the napkins and the this cutlery is a- and... It's so ridiculous, Sean. I haven't even really had a chance to get my thoughts straight on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. And then move. Like, it's maybe the goofiest thing this council has done. And that's saying something. Like, it's, I mean, I think it's because we've heard and it's been such a slow, like, the single use plastic ban and it's slowly coming into effect. And first, you get rid of the bags and we've seen that. So maybe, yeah, we haven't comprehended fully. Um, but the biggest thing for me just recently is um, I went to the drive thru and I grabbed. A fries, just a small fry, mm-hmm. and they passed me my fries with a napkin. Oh, they gave you the napkin. You didn't have to ask they for the napkin. Oh, they that's gave good. me the napkin, which they're not supposed to do, so right. they could actually get in Rebels. trouble for that. But they gave, just handed me these these fries, and I'm in my car, and I'm like, okay, there's no bag. What am I supposed to? 
What do I do with this? I'm just <laughs> sitting there with these fries with the grease like on my hands now. And I'm like, where do I put this like, now? The fries were in some sort of container, weren't they? They didn't just give you a handful of fries, did they? It like, was still in the like, both sleeve, hands, the tiny sleeve <laughs> thing. But it was not, it was yeah. no bag. Where right? the hell do you put that in your car? And I was like, what the? So yes, they're charging for even the paper bags when you take, take out from the drive-thru now. So I was like, okay, so I just ordered one singular thing. If I ordered a meal... They would have passed it through one at a time. One at a time. Yeah. If you so have you, a van Here's full your of nugs. <laughs> okay. Here is one fry. Like, this is going to take 45 minutes for them to get. If you have a van, as you said, you have six kids in this van and you're all getting happy meals. Is it, is, do the happy meals come in a thing? Is it individual, small fry? And then here's your small nug. Yeah. And then here's the toy. And then here's the apple slices. No And then box. here's the yogurt. And then here, for each kid, like how long are we spending at the drive-thru? I'm trying to think what the most ridiculous thing Holy about this bananas. is. Holy bananas. I know. I mean, first of all, businesses had already built the costs of these bags uh-huh. into their, their bottom line, right? Yes. And the money isn't going to any sort of tax or any sort of environmental. Nope. Efforts, or it's just going back to the business, yeah. which they were already charging for. So there's that. It includes paper bags, which are compostable. Yeah. So why would it include paper bags? Like you said at the drive-through, that bag you get mm-hmm. is not our concern when it comes to, nope. you know, single-use plastics going to the landfill. It's not those bags. I know. So why? <laughs> it. I'm, I each wanna... aspect of it is more ridiculous than the last, oh, except yeah. maybe getting <laughs> handed each item individually. <laughs> so I decided that I'm going to go and test this. So I'm going to order a bunch of stuff, and I'm going to see if they hand it individually and how long. Because <laughs> I will refuse that bag. I'm like, okay, I know. I'm going to order 14 Happy That's Meals hilarious. and see if each individual, one by one. Here's your. Oh, you forgot one of the apple slices in the ten. Oh, wait, <laughs> the yogurt. Wait, where's the yogurt? One. Wait, no more. Oh my god! Holy! But and then do and you then have to with each sauce? Okay. <laughs> one by one, though, right? Uh, sweet you, and sour. Do you oh, want to just hold out your hands, Miss? Yep. Do you wanna, uh, would you like a cup for that drink, or do you want to just put your <laughs> open your gob and we'll fire it right in there with the gun? Can I just? Do you want it right from the gun or what? Yeah, I'm really. I don't like this bag that my fries in. So yes, I'm gonna stick my hand into this drive-through. Just drop the fries in here, okay? Feed me like a small Extra bird. <laughs> Chew it up a little and then yeah. spit it into my mouth. I don't want any waste going to the landfill. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> like I said, the goofiest thing this council's ever done. Right. And that's saying something. Right the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I got a suggested post yesterday letting me know about a. New hand-pulled noodle spot in Calgary. (laughs) I wonder how it is. (laughs) You know anything about a hand-pulled noodle, Shauna? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I love hand-pulled noodles. I do. They're they're much better than the the non-pulled noodles. (laughs) You can really stretch them out that way. Is there a good spot? To get some hand-pulled noodle around here. There's more. They're actually more. I was reading a little bit more into them because I was trying to figure out the difference between the hand-pulled noodles and the non-hand-pulled ones. The and, hand-pulled uh, noodles? Th- this says that the chase th- noodles. the hand-pulled ones are more silky, springy, and chewy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> then there's this video. It says you, there's actually a video here. It says you can take a look at this noodle-pulling video. I'm like, I don't think I can do that on the work computer. <laughs>
Um, <laughs> no, you're not supposed to not watch anybody like pulling noodles at work. But that's I haven't had a sure. stern talking We've to you. We've got a pretty strict no hand whammies policy did you, uh, on the work computer. Did you watch a noodle pulling <laughs> video during work hours yesterday, Shauna? I sure did. Part of work. Yeah, I was I just looking about this new spot to get your noodle pulled. This says that this is really, this is a culinary school. Students were very lucky they were allowed to pull their own noodles. I'm like, I don't know if I'd call that locker. I mean, wouldn't you prefer somebody else do it for you? A little bit of dog tugging there. A little bit of bud pulling. You're the chef, master (laughs) chef there. You should help them out. Just pulling your goalie. Yeah, I really got to. You pull your really goalie, get an extra attacker out there at the end of the game. Honestly, down a you goal. can't label this Empty video noodle pulling. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> Range a trip exclusively back to this kitchen to take a look at everybody pulling their noodles. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyway, if you're into noodle sure pulling, there's good. a great spot I'm just a great for that now. Yeah. yeah, let's go check it out. <laughs> the Fagler and Shauna podcast. I stumbled across some great small town headlines. Back yeah, there. small town news. These are all from Bigger Saskatchewan. I know, you know Bigger Saskatchewan. We have to drive through there to get to my wife's hometown. Okay, so. and for those of you who are new to this, these are all legitimate headlines that I have come across from this town. So these are the stories that are breaking, they're making. And why we love them is because... In a small town, the headlines are always just a little more mundane than here in the big city, you know, and yeah, a little not so, de- not so depressing as our news. More wholesome things that you're like, this is what you consider big news. Well, yeah, um, I found some. Bigger also has one of the best mottos on their welcome sign. What's that? New York is big, but this is bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Good joke. I love Good that. Good joke. Okay. Uh, all right, small town news. Let's do it. Small town news with Beckler and Shauna. Our top story this evening, Dean's Restaurant now has all-you-can-eat pasta. I repeat, all-you-can-eat pasta. The RCMP were called to assist a propane delivery driver who locked himself out of a running truck. <laughs> That's just how many calls do how many? in the city do you get Holy on a daily God, But it's big it's news. news. It's bigger. News. And today we're celebrating 30 years of the Hanson Bakken bigger. The big buck was hunted on this day back in 1993. I I know that deer. It's, it was you, a record-setting deer, yeah. Okay, this is really funny because <laughs> in the article it talks about how not only does it have a special rep, 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 excuse me, replica exhibit inside the museum, but there's another dedication as well. There's two monuments they to have the handsome two buck. monuments. Excuse me, going back to the news. Big deal. We've declared this a civic holiday, so schools and businesses (laughs) will be closed, and Terry will be hosting a buck vigil. (laughs) The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Oh, man, this cracked me up, Shauna. So there's this this hockey game happening uh, in Nova Scotia. I don't know what level the game was, but a puck came over the boards close to the announcer, the the, the play-by-play guy who was calling it, and his reaction to the puck coming out of play uh, was... Not very cool. Okay. Holds it back there, and now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. <laughs> and that puck's going to go out of play here, and uh, that's going to do it for that oh. sequence right there. 9.25 left. I apologize if I just uh, uh, just damaged your eardrums there. Just It went right over the mesh, right over my head. So uh, Stop talking. I just I apologize for that. I'm sorry. Everyone's... A uh, pe- few people look at me. I'm fine. Just I'm fine. Just... <laughs> oh my god as I apologize for that one right there and for saying oh my god I shouldn't be saying that I'm sorry just <laughs> okay I'm just trying to catch my breath here uh, just 
Okay, just all right. As we're back to this thing, rush here with it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you just kept digging that hole deeper and deeper. Oh, it's, oh my god! Oh, I'm so apologize for saying my god. Come on, man. <laughs> one article. Keep your cool. <laughs> one, Keep your cool. One, one article I read said that's how someone would react if a grizzly bear entered the booth. <laughs> 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 It sounds like he's being murdered. Like that that's how you'd react if you were actually being murdered. And then he says, Oh my Oh my god, as I apologize for that one right there and for saying oh my god, I shouldn't oh be saying god. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's so rattled. That was, this, this poor guy. That was thirty seconds after. Holy now, crap. He's played it pretty he in since then, he's played it pretty cool, and he's poking fun at himself well, online and good. stuff and trying to be a good sport about it. Yeah, you need to after oh, that. Man, I don't know how you <laughs> That's, that's gonna the, live on for the rest of time. That's the least cool thing that's ever happened in a that's in a gonna be played at your anyway, funeral. <laughs> yep. What the hell was that? Well, that broadcaster had a near death experience, Don. So what kind of pansy ass European reaction to a puck over the boards? This guy's got no business inside a hockey rink. Yelping like he's on fire and everything like that. A puck over the boards is dangerous, Don, so... I don't know what's happened to the men in this country, but we've gone from maskless goalies who used to stop pucks with their face to a broadcaster screaming like a broad at the sight of a puck. You can't say broad, Don. Holes, I know. Glenn Hall's rolling in his grave right now. Good Canadian boy out of Humboldt, Saskatchewan. I, I don't think Glenn Hall's actually dead, Don. I support the troops. Let's go. Podcast. Have you ever thought of how funny the term luggage is? Luggage. I was booking some flights yesterday and they asked how many pieces of luggage and it just dawned on me now. It's a word we say all the time, but if you break it down, it's all about lugging. It's about the amount of things you're lugging. It's the edge of the lugging. I never really thought about that before. I'm like, what a weird term. You the word I mean? lug in itself is pretty funny. Honestly, hey? I'm going to lug this around. Yeah. <laughs> What's that you're lugging? Well, that would be my luggage. Right? <laughs> I was like, I have to look at the etymology of lug itself. But honestly, I was thinking about this. And when they ask you, like, how many pieces of luggage? It's like, how much are you going to lug through the airport, ma'am? Is it really heavy? Oh, that's a 50-pound lug you've got there. You better lighten up your lug load because otherwise you're going to be lugging it everywhere. I'm going to be doing some lugging. I'm lugging lugging so much. When I was little, I had this this bug carrier. Like, you could catch bugs and put put bugs in there. Okay. And uh, it was called a -a lug-a-bug. All right, so well, you can you, lug your bug around, right? Can, yeah, and you just—I just picture dragging everything. You're lugging it all around, right? And, so in that instance, uh, the bug was your luggage. Yeah, it was buggage. That's pretty good. They should have called it buggage. Mm. I don't know what they were doing. You, you, that's a marketing opportunity they missed they right there. there, didn't they? Yeah, they totally did. But yes, oh, you want to lighten your lug, please? Uh, you might have to repack. Oh, I've got three lugs. I'm, I'm lugging three. Lug okay? that so, all oh, the way that's here. A luggage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good, good. Look, look how much he's lugging. That's, <laughs> That's extra lug, ma'am, so you're going to have to, we're going to charge you extra. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My brother sent me this uh, voicemail message he got from his massage therapy clinic. Okay. And he said, do you think this is the most millennial white girl voice ever? I said, I don't know. Let's find out. I'm calling regarding your Thursday, January 11th massage appointment at 3.30. We have made a scheduling error on our end, and we were wondering if we could adjust 
the therapist as well as the time for that appointment that day. Oh, my if God. If not, let me know. If yes, let me know as well. We'll make those adjustments. <laughs> we have two options, one at 11.45 and the other at two at 1 o'clock that day. Wow. If That's... that works for you, let me know. And we'll make those adjustments. Um, we've made a mistake, and we need to reschedule your appointment. I'm calling about your January eleventh okay. appointment. If you can't make it, then just <laughs> please call us back and let us know. <laughs> I wonder if she talks like that in real life, or if that's just like is her this phone cadence. Your phone voice, or is that your real voice? I don't know. I'm not if this sure. Is your- Real cadence, or this is just how you talk on the phone? No, if I want to be friends with you. How long do you think you could keep this up? Okay, but like, I don't even know if this is something that we should be making fun of. Okay, that's that's not very nice to make fun of how someone speaks. You're not my friend anymore. That one had a bit of a downward inflection at the that end. That was, so. yeah, I was switching it up. Thanks, for, there, thanks no for throwing in some spice. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. A Facebook friend was posting that his neighbor started the snowblower at 6 a.m. the other day, and uh, he was a little bit mad about it, which, I mean, s- snowblowers are not quiet, okay? They're not quiet animals. Very loud, in fact, so understandable. However, he then said that the dude also cleaned his and another neighbor's driveway as well. And when I saw that, I was like, this, Can you really be mad then? This dude had the nerve to complain? Honestly, I was like, this guy is out there, so you don't have to now clean your own driveway. So really, you can't be complaining about this. No. Like, you are in the comfort of your own bed. Maybe you've been woken up, but you're not outside having to do your own walk. So, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't fire up my snowblower at 6 a.m. I know snow removal equipment is exempt from noise bylaw. Is it? I think so. I was curious about that. Because you only have 24 hours after snowfall stops right? to clear your property according mm-hmm. to bylaw. Yeah. So that's a pretty tight window for the average person who, has, who works and has other things going on. Yeah. So you got to get out there and get it done. So that's why people are allowed to do it when they need to. But do you think he'd have reason to complain if his neighbor didn't clean his? Still no, but especially not because. Okay, because I was going to say, I mean, if you're the neighbor over that next to that, then you're probably also getting woken up. And unless this dude's doing the whole neighborhood, and in fact, the whole city, like this is just going to keep going down the way. You know what I mean? Someone's going to be woken up and they're not going to have theirs done. So I was like, I don't. I just don't see why you'd be complaining. No, he did your driveway, yeah. man. He saved you the work. Is there any so. type of snow blowing etiquette? Is there blowing etiquette that I don't know about? Really? I don't know. Now that I you mean, say that, I mean, yeah, you're right. It just exempt. You need to do it when you have to do it. I have the ability to do it when I get off the air and go home. Yeah. So that's why I wouldn't fire it up outside of like reasonable hours. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, that's just kind of what happens when you live yeah. here. I remember my, my dad mentioning he used to have a blower and uh, I remember the one time he did mention that the neighbors continually was were like blowing back onto our, mm-hmm. so there was almost a blow war going on, right? Because <laughs> one would go and then the snow would wind up back in ours. Then that's we inaccurate blow. blowing. So that's that's not ideal. I mean, you, you'd want to try and not do that. But outside of that, I mean, I don't know. I remember my mom was really mad once when my dad was snow blowing because he did do it at the ass crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. And she came running out in her house coat. was like, Bill! <laughs> Bill, you Bell! not doing so. Which I was like, you just woke up the neighborhood if they weren't already awake. <laughs> 
The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We got a bunch of messages from people who had stories about like a neighbor using a snowblower early to clear neighbors' driveways and getting complaints. Or like friend of the show Panda Cat said he knew a guy who had a, a plow on the front of his ATV and would do the entire crescent, 60-some houses. Holy. And then someone complained that he was driving an ATV in the city and he got a ticket. And stop doing it for everyone. Holy What shit. the hell is wrong with you? Who are you? You ruined it for everybody. Like, like someone's trying to do something nice. I don't get... <sighs> there, are pe- there are a lot of people like that, like that eight... Or not a lot, thank the Lord. But you come across those types of people where you're like, what has happened in your life where that is what you're complaining about? When it's benefiting everybody... Like, you know what I mean? I just don't... Yeah. I don't get it. Well, like, oh. even this guy you know who got his driveway... I know. And cleared and then he still complained. Really was. Yeah. Come on, man. I don't get it. What do you do? Like, you are cozy in your bed. So you're woken up by that. There's plenty of things that will wake you up throughout the night. This is somebody who's helping the neighborhood. Yeah. Deal with it. Like, and like you, as someone who lives downtown, you would be familiar with the fact that there's just noise all night. Always. There's construction going on. There's yep. sirens. There's, I mean, the city operates their snow equipment all night. They do. The city does construction all night sometimes. Yep. yep. The, uh, in fact, the, the construction directly across my place for the green line. Uh, that was overnight. They were constantly mm-hmm. doing that construction, and yeah, it was just part of it. They needed to get it done. Of course, because if they don't, then we'll complain about how long it's taking. Exactly. And we'll complain about delays during the day. And there so. was snow coming, and they needed to get it done before the snow, or else it could, yeah, be forever. So, hey, you know what? It's going to... Earplugs. You know what's good? Pop earplugs. some earplugs in. Yeah, put there some... There you uh, go. Put your ears there, and then go to bed, okay? Put some freaking earmuffs on. Yeah, put in some nice, soft music on there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of nice soft music, Shauna, I have a song for What Are You Listening To Lately? Oh, okay. I just finished watching this British comedy show called Detectorists, and it's about metal detectorists, guys who look for metal in the ground. Fantastic. And it's just this really quaint, like, very light. You would you would actually like it because you don't have to focus too much. Okay, sweet. It's very positive. Yeah. Um, and it's I, I love that. I think one of the seasons is on Amazon Prime, if you have it, or all the seasons are. Uh, but the theme song is phenomenal. It's by a guy named Johnny Flynn, and I'll play this for you. I think you're going to like it. Will you search through the lonely earth for me? Climb through the briar and bramble. I'll be your treasure. I felt the touch of the kings and the breath of the wind. I knew the call of all the songbirds. They sang all the wrong words. I'm waiting for you. That's kind of the mood of the whole show. That's awesome. He sounds very Irish, although he's not Irish. That, I was going to say he does. That's crazy. Yeah. So I figured you'd like that one. I what have you been listening that. to lately? Uh, a lot of different... So I was I was just on a cat skiing, a snowboarding trip. So, of course, I'm way into, like, different snowboarding songs. And there's certain ones that I find are just, like, good staples. And they're in a lot of movies and stuff. And this song uh, was actually played in a highlight reel. They do these, like, highlight movies at the end of your trip because you have a, a, a videographer with yep. you one of the days. And uh, this was the background music to that. So now, of course, it reminds me of just good times in this trip. So it's Foles 2 a.m.
little jazzy song there. Good tune. Foles had some really cool stuff. They really did. It was funny because when I heard that song, I was like, oh my God, it's Foles. I was like, I have to go back through and listen to other Foles stuff. It's been a while. And I think, I want to say only one of their songs ever made it onto the station. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they have some cool stuff. Yeah, I love it, love it. Shane Holmes has some cool stuff too. They do. Some of the uh, affordable customization options that they can do. It's basically like limited to your imagination by the sounds of it. Yes. It's like, what what do you need in your house? What do you and your family do? What do you need? And how can Shane Holmes make that a reality for you? It's kind of fun to think about. Yeah, Yeah, it is really fun to think about. Mm -hmm. So if you're building a house, consider Shane Holmes. You can find out more about them and what they do at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes. The better way to build. The Fagler and Shauna Podcast. This video came down my feed with some really deep questions, Shauna. Oh. It's got that introspective music playing behind it, some moody nature photos, and it asks these deep questions. Uh, it's from the Instagram account of a guy named Tyler Wayne Glass. I don't know if it's his original work, but I thought I'd give him a shout out in case it is. Uh, I wanted to play these for you and get your answers, though. Mm. You down? Okay. <laughs> Pretty deep. You ready? If you were in a room with everyone you ever met, who would be the one you'd look for? Whoa. Yeah. Starting heavy. Well, that's heavy. Um, everyone you ever met. Everyone you ever met? It could be people who are dead. Jeez. Um... George Strompolopoulos. Okay. He invited me over once and I didn't go and it's bothered me ever since. What? How come? Just because. I don't How know. How come it's bothered you? Kind of a booty call maybe. And I was like, oh, oh. my, after ever since then I was like, maybe I, I should have gone. Should have seen what ha- what would have happened there. <laughs> should go hook up with George Strompolopoulos mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Um, what about you? I met this dude just once very briefly. My cousin uh, was friends with him, and then he ended up uh, going to prison for rape and murder. Oh, geez. So I'd probably look for him just because I'd be a little afraid. Get out of I'd the be way. like, oh, there's and, that guy. Uh, yeah, maybe avoid that's him. That's a bad guy. Okay, yeah. So okay, that's good. my answer. <laughs> if someone gave you a box of everything you have ever lost, what is the first thing you would look for? My mind. I'm just uh, kidding. Um, you ever lost anything really important? Yeah, my grandpa's wedding ring. Ouch. Uh, when he passed away, my grandmother got it resized for her, and then I had it for mm-hmm. a long time. And I was out, I forget, somewhere. I was traveling, and I was swimming, and it just slipped right off, and I couldn't find it. And it was, I still, to this day, it was like, that sucks. That's tough, and it's something so small. Yeah. The kind of thing that people lose all I the time. I went hunting forever and just could not find it. Maybe it's one of those, though, like that 20 years later, it'll resurface. Somebody will be like, hey. That'd be something. Remember? Because this happens. You get those, those crazy news stories where someone found the wedding ring from, so you never know. A metal detectorist combing the beach. Uh-huh. They find it. Uh, my dad gave me a pocket knife when I was really little, and I lost it somewhere. And I'd like that back. Mm, yeah, that'd be cool. It wasn't like a super nice one or anything. Doesn't it was matter. just sentimental. It was yep. the first one he ever gave me. So uh, that one. If you had the chance to relive one day of your life, which day would it be, and why? Hmm. Jeez, that's a tough one. Hmm. It's funny, when I first got my first full-time radio job, I remember I landed in Edmonton from Mm -hmm. Toronto, and I'd lived, you know, not with my parents, but I lived in the vicinity of them. So I remember landing at the airport, and I just had, like, two bags with me. I traveled super light because I was just kind of starting my life in Edmonton, and I remember just, like, dropping my bags and walking outside and just been like, it's my life now. I live here. And Pretty it was just exciting. This super exciting moment. Because, yeah, I was like, and from there, made all these new friends and was in a new province and had a new job. Mm-hmm. And it was my dream job and all these adventures all at once. So I remember that moment and just 
thinking about how excited I was for everything. For yeah. Absolutely everything in my life. And I was like, maybe that moment. That's a good one. Pretty cool. Yeah. Say maybe the day, like either the day that either my kids were born was big. I was going to say, can you, you not say that? Like, yeah. you kind of have to say that. Or, I mean, our wedding, too, just because it happens so fast. Yeah. Everything goes by so fast on your wedding day. And I remember McKenna and I, this is a mistake that we made that um, you should not make if you get married. But we... Like I, she wanted to dance and I wanted to make sure that everybody who had come had a chance to talk to them. Right. Mm -hmm. So that I yeah. could spend a little face time with everybody who was there. So we didn't see each other like the at flight. all. Yeah. And I, that, I regret that if I could go back, I would make sure that we carved out some time just to spend together. So if you're getting married, make sure that you do that. Make sure you have some time just for you and your partner. That's some great advice. Yeah, yeah, I think that that kind of happens with every wedding, to yeah. be honest. But it's hectic. Yeah, right. if you can try and have a little moment for yourself. Have a little romance. Last one here. If you could receive a letter from your future self, what advice or insight would you hope to find in it? Man. Mm, to not take things too seriously? To just lighten up and enjoy things a little? I don't know. Do you take things too seriously? Wow. I feel like there was times in my life where I, right now I don't feel like I do, yeah. but I think there were times where I overthought the things or overstressed about little things that it's like, that's not necessary. Mm -hmm. You get a little perspective as you get older, yeah. especially at your age. I know, right? I'm a grandma. Um, <laughs> I'm like eight um, months older than you, though. I would just like to know You're that You're old, I'm, too. <laughs> all right? I'm much younger than you. I'd like to know that I'm still working and just like that, you know, things worked out in that sense yeah. that I, that I was okay in terms of my career and like providing for the family, that would. Yeah, that's good. But what if the answer is no? Then I'd rather not know. <laughs> <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. So Travis Kelsey was nominated for a People's Choice Award recently, and uh, he called it nonsense because the other people on the ballot were like LeBron James, Steph Curry, Lionel Messi, like people who are more accomplished are accomplished well, and have done good things and big things this past year. I don't follow the NFL. Like is Travis Kelsey. He's good. Is he effective? But is he's, he... he hasn't had a great year. Okay. And, and then this is a yearly thing. So he's admitting he's like, I, I haven't really had a great year. And he's like, the only reason let's be honest that I've been nominated is because I started dating Taylor Swift. <laughs> and so people know him because of that. Did the Swifties stuff the ballot box? That's what, I, th I think is happening right and that's what so he's calling it out he's calling himself out for it um the thing is though when i was thinking about this and i was thinking about the people's court i i, I did immediately go back to of course this famous voice that we always follow because of course it's called the people's choice awards right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. every time i hear people in anything i think of this and we always love to make fun of the people's court intro because of this voice and how ridiculous it is just one more time really quick so that's the intro right there, but then you jump in. This is the defendant, Christopher Colgan. He says their aunt owned Noodle for about six years, and when she and his grandmother could no longer care for him, they gave the dog to him. The plaintiff feels Noodle. And you just listen to his voice, and it's so ridiculous. <laughs> that's actually the most tame I've ever heard him. He's a little more tame in yeah, that one. Yeah, maybe he had a cold. Maybe he did. Um, but it's always really stupid, and he enhances this voice and makes it sound ridiculous, and we always like to make fun of this a little bit. So... People's Choice Award? Maybe we could do this for the People's Choice Award. Okay? Sure. Maybe this is how we could make the People's Choice Award a little more exciting. Okay? Here we go. Give it to me. Okay. This is two-time <laughs> WNBA All-Star Sabrina Ionescu. She's up for the People's Choice Award, but Travis Kelsey 
dated Taylor Swift. I think you might have to take the people's court voice his job because you're better at this. I probably couldn't do it again. It hurts so much I, to do. And this is what the, kind of life has that guy oh lived? Oh my god, Lordy, <laughs> that's probably why he sounds a little more tame right now because he's like, okay, I can't do it anymore. All right. This is the defendant, Travis Kelsey. He was nominated for a People's Choice Award, but he doesn't believe he deserves it. <laughs> this is the People's Choice. Taylor Swift disagrees. She thinks he deserves the award. She also thinks he has a nice horn. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So my dad gave my youngest son Brigham this like little replica of the Stanley Cup, and he was super pumped about it. But then yeah, we got talking awesome. him. We got talking about how cool the Stanley Cup is as a trophy. It's very cool. It is really cool. In my opinion, the sharpest trophy in sports. Because of the history, because the look, or because of the look, I yeah, think it just it looks is a, so grand, majestic. Like, it it looks like you've really won something it's with the cup. True, yeah. And all the iconic photos of guys holding it over their heads. And, yeah. I mean, I don't think I any of the other ones. The Grey Cup is a pretty nice trophy, mm-hmm. similar to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I mean, the Vince Lombardi Trophy is kind of cool, but it has nothing on the. the it's Stanley small. Cup. Yeah. What's the one in baseball? Is the Commissioner's Trophy? All the flags. Yeah. The World Series, yeah. One's okay. It's okay, but you're right. Uh, the no. Larry O'Brien trophy in basketball. It's just classic, too. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, you can't. And all the stories about how you know everyone gets their day with it and what yeah. the, where the cup has been, all that kind of stuff. The history. Um, the history around it. So then we were, we were Googling like all the different sports trophies, and most of them are either the something trophy or the something cup is how they're named. Yep. Uh, there are a couple outliers, though. Oh, good. Every two years, there's a cricket match between England and Australia called the Ashes. And the term dates back to Australia had beaten England, and there was a, an article in the newspaper that said um, that that English cricket was dead and the Ashes would be shipped back to Australia. Wow. So the trophy is called the Ashes Urn. That's And it's cool. actually an urn. Wow. So that one's a little different. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. To win I like the that Ashes story. Urn. Yep. Um, not as funny as this one, though. The name of the trophy given to the winner of the British Open of Golf. It's called the Claret Jug. So it's not the trophy... Not the cup. I love it. It's the jug. That's fantastic. <laughs> that really just downgrades the side, like the the sound of it, the majestic era around, era around it. Rather, like that just doesn't exist when it's called the jug. When the jug can't wait to hoist that. Can't wait to hoist that jug. How many jugs you got? <laughs> I, mean, I got a couple myself. Got, got, got my hands in a couple jugs yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the jug. Can I touch the jug? Can we touch it. <laughs> A weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, fuck, they're going to say fuck. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.